Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello and welcome back to the Princess and the Bee. As always, take a hot second and just take a moment of gratitude because you have chosen whether consciously or unconsciously, or maybe you, maybe you stumbled upon this podcast or you're a regular listener, whichever one, I am so grateful for you being here and take a hot second that you chose to step up to your throne, to rule as a queen of your consciousness and to uplevel your life, your business, your body, your belief systems, and all the bees of your life. And that is why you are here. I am so grateful for you being here. So this podcast is brought to you by an Instagram post. So if you haven't followed Crown Yourself Now, which is my company's Instagram, then go after this podcast, or if you have the ability to do both, and follow Crown Yourself Now on Insta, because this post is brought to you by one of the quotes that I posted. So one of the things is crown yourself now for that Instagram. It's a lot of fun quotes. They're quite sassy, challenging, up-leveling, perspective-shifting, insightful, and humorous with Disney memes because, I mean, my business has a crown on it, so it's only appropriate to have Disney memes involved, of course. Um, and there was one post that I posted with a quote that I commonly say to my private clients that the problem is not the problem. The problem is your perspective. Because if you're focusing on the problem being a problem, then you're focused on the problem rather than actually finding the solution, rather than actually solving the solution. And secondly, if the problem you perceive is a problem that you perceive to be outside of yourself, then that is where there is a disconnect because we can only change what is inside of ourselves. And our perspectives by changing what is inside of ourselves will allow for the us to not see the problem as being a problem. This is not to say that you will not face challenges no matter how enlightened you may be. This is to say, though, that when you're facing an external problem, one, focus on the solution. One of my coaches two years ago when I was struggling with just being a mom, being a business owner, and I was feeling like I was just like drowning um, for a couple weeks. And I called her and she said, Kim, you're a Virgo. You could find a speck of dust on a freshly clean carpet. Like you can zoom in so narrowly and tightly onto the one thing, even though you have all this freshly clean carpet available to you, you find that speck of dust. She said, currently, when you're focusing only on the problem, you're, you're searching in the darkness. You're looking for that speck of dust. What if instead you looked for the light? 
What if instead you looked for the solution? What if instead you looked for that speck of light in a dark room? Because as a Virgo, you'll find it. And I was, I, it took me a hot second to focus on that and to awaken, have my mind blown, first of all. But then I realized 100%, she was 100% right. And I started focusing on not only the solution, but all the things that were going right in my life instead of the few things that felt like they were going wrong. And then to counter that, to deal with the problem feeling like it was something outside of myself and outside of my control, I shifted into what is it, what are the feelings that that problem is stirring up in me? How can I solve those feelings inside of me first and thereby solve the problem as well as focusing on finding the solution, as focusing on all the things that are going right rather than all the things that are going wrong. And I had that moment where I shifted and I noticed, oh, okay, there is there is a part of me that's feeling anger. There's a part of me that was feeling jealousy in comparison um, to other coaches and on Instagram and as, as social media can sometimes cause us to compare as well. And I looked at myself and I said, well, what is the part, what part of me is feeling je- jealous? So here's the thing. Instead of me feeling like it was all 100% me, I know that the ego or the psyche is not me. Let me let me know if that makes sense. Let that sit. Let's let that sit for a hot second. Like this is how I reprogram my mindset from bulimia. I realize that the self-destructive, self-sabotaging, constant doubting person that I was behaving as was not me. My soul, as is yours, the highest magnificence, like that is not me. People are not their behaviors. And yet so often we get caught up defining our behaviors as us. So when you take a more objective, sort of zoomed out, chunked up perspective, almost like an omniscient perspective where you get to see yourself from this place of higher consciousness, meaning like you are literally witnessing, imagine like you watching you go through the motions of solving this problem or go through the things of solving that, uh, of dealing with that behavior and watching the behavior that you're doing and being like, oh, Oh, okay, that's how I'm responding to this situation. I can shift that. Because you can, you can shift and you can heal that, but you have to see that the problem is not the problem. The problem is your perspective. When you take that omniscient, zoomed out perspective, that allows you to suddenly see, almost like an anthropologist studying human behavior, of, oh, that's interesting that I react that way when that happens. How I healed my mindset from bulimia, which I dive deeper in in to the whole process in my book, Mindful Meals, How to Dethrone Food Fears and Reign in a Body That Rules. It's coming out. So excited. Um, I will leave a link to pre-order in the description below um, this below this podcast. But it was in me getting that zoomed out perspective, almost like that omniscient perspective, that that connection to 
source and to soul and to God and and seeing from that sort of omniscient perspective, oh, this is how I'm reacting to certain situations. Oh, whenever I experience this sort of feel, these feelings of failure, whenever this part of me feels feelings of failure, that's, I can separate myself from that. Like, I am not my behavior. My behavior is a sign that I can shift and move and operate in. The behavior is your programming. It's your conditioning. Well, you can shift and change your programming and you can shift and change your conditioning. That's why when people ask like, oh, do you still struggle with an eating disorder? Like, I know you're recovered. And I'm like, no, I'm transformed. Like, I totally transforms. I I look at that version of me from 12, 15 years ago. And all I want to do is give her a hug because I see her. But she's no longer a part of my life anymore. She's no longer any bit of who I am. So the problem was when I when you're in the thick of the problem, when I was in the thick of my eating disorder, I was perceiving the problem to be outside of myself. The problem was food. So I projected onto food being the problem. I can't change food. I can just change me. So I had to suddenly look at, okay, how can I shift my perspectives about myself? How can I shift how I'm treating myself? How can I shift the behavior? What do I need to start looking for instead? Like my coach taught me two years ago, look for the solution instead of looking at the problem. So it's a paradox. You're, you're both looking inward for how to shift the behavior within yourself and the problem of that part within yourself that is dealing with anger or self-doubt or fear or rage or jealousy or comparison or any of that, those sort of negative emotions. You're going to look at that part of yourself and you're also paradoxically, is it paradoxically, paradoxically? (laughs) You understand what I'm saying. Paradoxically, paradoxically. Yeah. Um, (laughs) you, You are also looking at finding just a solution and focusing on that. That is the paradox of the problem of problem solving. So you allow yourself to look at what is the behavior in me that is really the problem? What is that part of me, that part of me that's behaving in that certain way? What is that part of me that's that's that problem? And also, what is the solution? Instead of focusing on the problem, instead of focusing on some external thing outside of you as the problem, oh, it's that person's fault, or oh, it's it's so-and-so's issue, and he did this, or he created this, or my team did this, and that your team is the problem, your food is the problem, your, your body is the problem. You are not your body. Like, you may be housed in this body, but you are not your body. So when you perceive your body as being the problem, then that's when the problem is something that's still, yes, you can shift and change your body to some degree because you have control over it. Obviously, you're living and your soul is living inside of it. But at the same time, it's when you think of it from that point of blame of the problem being something outside of your self, that is when you get tripped up. So paradoxically, paradoxically, <gasps> focus on the problem on what part of you is caught, what part of you is triggered by the problems? What part of you is experiencing that? One of my clients, we were working on 
on this concept. And she was like, oh my gosh, Kim, I never realized that I could separate myself from this doubting, destructive person. So we literally personified in, in, in our session, we personified who that person is, that like super self-destructive, anxiety-ridden, um, just giving up the constantly in self-doubt, constantly questioning, is this worth it? Da 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 da. We personified it and it she realized, oh my gosh, this like I would not want to hang out with this person on a regular basis. And yet we hang out with them on a regular basis so often because we perceive that behavior to be our own, but it is not. We are not our behavior. That's the paradox. We are our behavior shapes our identity, but we are also not our behavior. So because you can change your behavior. So that being said, when we worked, when uh, I worked on my with my client on this very concept, she created this personification of the all the parts of her that were challenging her growth, that were preventing her from really excelling. And literally within three weeks, she'd already accomplished her like two or three of her goals that she had wanted to do when we first started coaching. And that was, and it was just because she recognized and was able to take that omniscient perspective of, oh, who's driving the bus? Am I letting this personification of the person who doubts, the person who's riddled with anxiety, the person who constantly questions, the person who's just like super dramatic about everything and super reactive about everything and super self-sabotaging and super and super just destructive of just like, oh, fine, I'm not even going to put in the work. I'm just, what's it worth? And da 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 questioning everything. Or she saw, okay, I can step in. I can choose. I can take ownership to drive the bus myself in my state of higher consciousness from that state, from that place of faith, from that place of, of course, my success is inevitable. Of course, I'm moving forward. I'm not even going to pay attention to this other stuff. But it came from her having to personify and see that that behavior is not her. And that shift shifted everything. Suddenly, the problem of her being so reactive and dramatic, suddenly the problem of her, like, just, you know, sending herself on this roller coaster of emotions completely disappeared because she could take that omniscient perspective. And then by focusing inward on her highest magnificence, on the qualities of her highest and best future self, the person that she's building and creating and strengthening, that is when suddenly the goals started to come in because she was more focused on the solution rather than being the operating from that sort of that personification of the the self-doubting behavior that that person who who she was operating as prior to she shifted her problem by shifting her perspective so if you love this episode please write us a review on iTunes and take a screenshot of this episode and post it in your Insta stories. Tell me what your top takeaway was from this episode. How did this serve? Did it 
Did it resonate? Let me know. I love interacting with you. Tag at crown yourself now and you can tag me personally as well at Kimberly.Spencer. And I am so excited to serve you next time. As always, own your throne, mind your business because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crown yourself now or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.